was the uh, what was the project? It, we had to do a business case proposal. Welcome back. Now we're here where Ryan is talking <laughs> shit on one of his professors, um, <laughs> and um, Mr. Weimer has lots to chime in. I oh. Professors, yeah, we could talk all day. <laughs> <laughs> hold on now, hold on now. I still work at my alma mater, so let's be so let's be smart here. And oh, I can talk all day. This is, and by the way, not that anyone would, but I, I know absolutely nothing. So don't take any of what I say to heart. <laughs> I didn't. I, I barely showed up for class like the last eight years of my educational life. <laughs> I did as little as I possibly could, and that was. Now look at you. Wow, wow. it shows. But but I want to take it back. I don't. I. I, The only thing that I would do differently is I would go into psychology. Really? Absolutely. I would learn the ways that humans think and behave. And I would learn that at like a uh, a level that was. It's, I mean, we kind of not that we know all of it, but we have a pretty good idea. Like, the, I imagine that the curriculum at a university for psychology and like sociology and, and you know that that entire path. I imagine that there's a pretty solid curriculum there. And did you, you can take? Learn, did you take any intro to psych or yeah, like 101? Right. Yeah. I, but I wish I would have went, you know, four or five years into it and then just take taken that knowledge and did what I wanted to do. Like it would be perfect in my world. Right. Like yeah. I can I could have in my, you don't really even need a degree in finance or econ- not that it, it doesn't hurt. But like doing what I do, you don't really need the degree um, to uh, now you need to know the math. Like, don't get me wrong on that part. Yeah. But you definitely need to know the math. But you can figure that out without going to school for it, right? If if I knew how how humans behaved and how they responded and how they made decisions and so on and so forth, and then I ethically applied that to my field, uh, I think I would I would I think I would have a, a, a major leg up. Like I mean, think think about it with you. Like think if you knew how to like, and I'm sure you do. Like whether you know it or not. Like, think about, like, Dan, if you're trying to get a kid to act a certain way, or Ryan, if you're trying to get a kid to commit, like, if you yeah. knew, if you knew kind of, you know, ethically, by the way, not not trying to be a scumbag about this, but if you kind of knew what strings to pull, what things to say to get the result that you wanted, like, and, and this was based all in science and, like, all of the study that we know of the, the human brain and the way that it operates and, and what, like, kind of makes it tick, I mean... I, I, I just I just imagine that that would be a massive leg up, but yep. maybe I'm wrong. No, I get what you're saying. Understanding other people is helpful for a lot of people that want to get higher up in whatever they're doing. Dan, did Very you take nice. any psych classes? Very nice. Um, yes. <laughs> you <have> your soundboard. <laughs> I took, uh, I took educational psychology um so it really was about how to like how to teach like what the science of the how, how it responds to teaching or like just like briefly can you explain the curriculum of education science like you don't have to go like just to make me understand it because i'm an idiot <laughs> 
Uh, I guess it was more about, like, the learning process? Um, like... Okay. Oh, God, I can't even remember, like, who we talked about. But, like, Piaget. That was it. And Skinner. And Skinner. And Vykotsky. Uh. <laughs> so it was about like developing your process. It was um, <laughs> to get people to respond to it. Like, is that is that is that what I'm hearing? No. Uh, well, like, all right. So, like, one of the big things was like we talked about the like it's called the zone of proximal development. What? Um, and uh, uh, and that was. Is that what was that Vikoski? That was Vikoski. Um but like like again, he talked about that and it was like the presence of someone like with knowledge and like the ability to learn something. Um and like the idea of scaffolding, which like in my in my end, like like teaching uh learning support or students with disabilities, that whole scaffolding idea is like tenfold like you scaffold when you teach normal like or typically developing students but like scaffolding with student and ryan's gone again um scaffolding (laughs) scaffolding uh for like students with special ed um like you really have to like step by step by step so you can get students from one point to like another point wow if that makes sense wow no that makes plenty of sense and i did not know by the way that you were in the special education department yeah and that is super cool i have tons of respect for because it takes a special person um i have a lot of respect for the uh the daily i mean that's a grind and we need i there's probably a shortage of people um and, and maybe i'm wrong about that but i can only imagine that the numbers aren't favorable for the people in your position so i think that I, I mean, I just there's just I I don't have enough to to say about what you're doing. I didn't know that. That's really cool. Thanks. I, I love it. I, I again, thank I you. That. I genuinely, I love it very very much. Like every day is 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 very different because you know you you don't know what you're gonna get. And I don't mean to you know sound like a Forrest Gump, I, you know, the doppelganger. No, I, I mean that I genuinely. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to argue that. I think that that is that, that that's why it takes. I don't have. I I, I wish I, I I could be more patient in all areas of life, right? But that's I don't know. That takes that takes a special skill set. So I think that that's it's extremely admirable. I know that much. That's really cool. Thank you, sir. Much appreciated. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we're all real impressed. You suck. <laughs> Somebody's got to. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, like wouldn't be as fun without the villain. <laughs> you're, so, you're the big bad villain, huh? That's right. I'm coming to blow the house down, bitches. Jeez. Jeez. Where were we headed with this? <laughs> Dude, I think we're way past that. I think um, yeah, we were talking about psychology. We were talking about psychology. We were talking about psychology, but I think it's also probably a good time to take a second. The walks the stair without a 
care and makes the happiest sound. Bounce up and down just like a clown. Everyone knows it's Linky. The best present is to hear forget the best is Linky commercial. Yes. Day, ready to play. Oh, everyone wow. knows it's Linky. That's golden. Thank you right, to the 1960s Slinky commercial. Um, we appreciate your support and um, you know letting us advertise for you. Dude, can you wow. imagine? the millions of dollars they made off slinkies <laughs> could, you, could you picture trying to give like a 12 year old a slinky today like he's an iphone in one hand and then you hand up this metal slinky that tangles like four minutes after you get it oh wow he's just trying to look like hey go go entertain yourself johnny I think Linky gonna do. I think Time did a list of like the 100 greatest toys of all time, well, and like if you look at the top 10, you'd be like, dude, the kids these days would look at that and play with it for not even 30 seconds. It's like a Slinky, a hula hoop, a hula hoop, dude. Like, come on, if you came and get a hoop right now, they'd be like, what the fuck is this? By the way, hula hooping is so weak. <laughs> you are absolutely, you are never tough if you hula hoop. <laughs> never. Oh, wow. And, I, and that's, I was brutal at it for sure. But of course you were. I wear that as a badge of honor, by the way. If I'm, Stupid. <laughs> if I'm reading this correct, if it was done in modern, modern, um, numbers the slinky would have grossed almost uh, my seeing is correct one billion dollars in revenue i absolutely believe that wow i absolutely believe in its first two years of production it sold a hundred million slinkies and they were all sold at one dollar that is nuts dude that is so how much were they made at they absolutely blew it by only selling them at a dollar by Uh, the way Let's see. It was shaved. It looks what like year was it? Looks like they were made for about seven cents. What? They're making ninety three cents every unit. <laughs> That's insane. Ninety three million dollars of revenue in the first year. Was it one year or two years? That was the first two years. First two years. Which was basically what nineteen like nineteen. And then you sell that shit and get out. And then you yeah, sell that company and you leave because there's nowhere to go from there. I would have bought an island and I'd still be there today. I would have been practicing <laughs> social distancing since the 60s. I'd have been gone. Way gone. That's wow. Magic. Yeah. That's incredible. Slinky. When was it built? When was it made? I think it's a, I want to say 1945. 1945. Cost more than a chocolate bar back then <laughs> I could have went to the movies and <laughs> dude I have I had, well I had a great grandmother who she I don't even he wasn't my great grandfather it was like a, another marriage right and uh, his, they called him wimp which <laughs> what about the most brutal nickname ever like hey wimp like, that sucks but all, the only the only memory I have of the guy I was you know, maybe seven or eight years old maybe the only memory I have of him is telling me for 15 cents he could go to the movies get a hamburger and an ice cream cone <laughs> <laughs>
15 cents. He said a nickel and a dime. I can get, I can go to the movies, get a cheeseburger and an ice cream cone. Oh my god, like, dude. And dude, I was like seven years old, and I was like, no, you couldn't. <laughs> no, you couldn't. There's no way. Well, maybe you could. I don't know. Dude, he, he was born in like 1908. <laughs> dude, you so. got. So you guys have got to take. <laughs> that's awesome. But I'm. <laughs> you've got to take time to look up some of these old advertisements. They're incredible. <laughs> I want to look up one. Like, I, I play one like twice an episode for decades. Yes. <laughs> this, I, I want. I want it to, you know, just surprise me. The Slinky is the fascinating action toy for youngsters and adults that walks downstairs. That was all they had. They had a staircase, and that's it. They had no other toys. God. Dude, how many how, how many takes do you think it took before they like nailed the slinky down the stairs? <laughs> I never did it once. There never was no way. Time in my life. I, I, had, like, I remember having and then it was. I remember having a slinky growing up, but like, I don't know why. Oh, you're an American. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> a fair point. I had a yo-yo growing up too, but that sounds so 1908. Like that sounds so like old. They probably threw that into the 15th century. <laughs> <laughs> I got a yo-yo and a slinky. <laughs> Here, play with this, dude. I have so and another old time. I have a great aunt who's 98 years old, and she's still super aware and super healthy. That's awesome. So uh, it's really cool because I ask her about like all these historic events that she literally lived lived through. Dude, she was born in 1921. Can you imagine looking at kids today? Like you'd be like these kids. A different and, and by the way, she was born in the in the hills of West Virginia. Her her mother died super young like when my uh, my my grandmother and my great aunt were like under 10 years old their their mother died and their father was a coal miner who was not and they there's nine siblings and he was not prepared to raise nine children like at all he was not the 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 uh i mean he was in let's face it he was an early 1900 father right like that yeah that was working in coals yeah not in coals in the hills of West Virginia. Oh my! He's working at Kohl's. <laughs> I didn't even think about this. <laughs> As a cashier, I come home every day after slaving, selling these. He brings <laughs> he brings home Kohl's cash for everybody. <laughs> I'm sorry, Colin. Please continue, please. I'm genuinely intrigued. Kohl's cash for milk. <laughs> I'm sorry, when my grandmother was five years old, my great aunt and her other sibling kidnapped my five-year-old grandmother and took her to Akron. Because think about it, at the time, Akron was the rubber capital of the world. So there was booming opportunity. Yeah. They kidnapped her. They started working in factories. Did you say the rubber capital of the world? Yes. I did not know that. And and keep it PG. Tires. Got it. Understood. Yep, yep. Okay. (laughs) 
Okay. So yeah. So and now like I live. So I grew up in in Cat Van. It's 15 minutes from Akron. So I like I can I can be in Akron like you know a drop of a hat. It's a ghost town now. Like it's wow. it's poverty ridden. A lot of heroin. A, a ton of overdoses. Um, it's a it's a sad city now, but. They kidnapped my my uh, my grandmother and brought her up to Ad. my grandmother threw threw such a fit that they returned her. <laughs> no way! At five years old. Uh, uh, yeah, like six months later, they returned her. <laughs> and, and then when my grandmother was fourteen, she filled up a backpack. She went down to the corner store, put twenty dollars charged on the uh, the corner stores. Like they used to like literally give you like twenty dollars like. You could say like, "Hey, put put this on my credit bill," and the, the cashier would just give you twenty bucks, right? Jesus. It doesn't doesn't exist anymore. Right? <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. She did that and then ran away for good in the middle of the night, and then they. So Where did she run to? Akron. Back to Akron, right? So then that's where my mother grew up. Wow. wow. So yeah. So uh, the, well, let me the, let me back up. The reason I was saying this is what we're what we have going on now so i asked my great aunt who's still alive and went through the great uh, depression went through she was born through the great depression she told me about the day that world war ii ended and she was like we literally just like left our factories and everyone was just celebrating in the streets uh she talked about uh jackie robinson breaking color barrier in baseball like dude historic historic so i asked her like you know aunt dove like what do you look what do you think about what's going on now like is this like a first in your life and she talked about the polio epidemic and like uh yeah and she's like they quarantined us for two weeks and you know back then that was super drastic because you know there wasn't nearly the like the interconnected society that we have today like we were you know like somebody in the last month could have been to asia to italy back to the states yeah yeah. like just the travel, the interaction, you're oh, just way different. Know, way different now. But they locked they locked the country down for two weeks back in like the forties when the polio epidemic was going on. Which my, my dad's father actually during that time got polio. And they they had uh, it's actually kind of a sad story. They cut they had to isolate my he was like five years old at, uh, when when he got it. And they had to put him in like basically a jail cell. And they thought at the time, I'm not sure if that this is actually medically true, but this was the thinking at the time that you couldn't move or else polio would spread throughout your body. So they had, they, <laughs> oh, had, they, they thought that I swear to God, they thought that. So they, is that why they had iron lungs? I, 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 to be honest with you, I don't know. I can't even, I can't even speculate, but my, uh, my grandfather had polio in his left leg. And they like strapped him into this tiny room on a bed for weeks. And then they would just shout in to his room and tell him you're not allowed to move or else the polio would spread. He was five years old. That is fucking wild. And then to make it worse, like when he finally got out and he like, I mean, he's still alive today. He's still healthy. He, He has a bum ankle, but that's it. Right. For like, like 10 years after that for his childhood families in the neighborhood wouldn't let him play with their kids because they still thought it was contagious so like, that's insane crazy right i couldn't imagine growing up like that couldn't you 
And then, by the way, this happened in like Ravenna, Ohio. And I don't know if you've ever been to Ravenna, but if the if the United States was a body, it would either be the asshole or the armpit. I don't know. I don't know which one you want to pick. Like, I don't know which one's worst to you. Whatever one's worst, that's what Ravenna would be. So like, you have these you know these hillbillies telling you that your son can't play with, with their son because that's so sad. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would suck, dude. Um. But, yeah, yeah. Let, let's get off of that, by the way. But just I don't even know how we got on that, dude. Well, I thought about you know all the uh, being alive for forever and oh yeah, the, the quarantine that we're in. Um. Yeah. Have you, either of you ever heard of um, Penhurst? Or Eastern the States. Uh, desk. Dude, did you hear Trump say that? <laughs> what, what did he say? <laughs> For some, I did not know that the desk in the Oval Office was actually called the Resolute Desk. But there's yeah. a name for it. I know, Well, I had no idea. When he was talking to the LSU football team, he goes, and after this, we're going to go to the Oval Office. We're going to take pictures at the Resolute Desk. <laughs> like, I, I All those dudes were probably that. like, what is he talking about? <laughs> dude. No, he let him, dude, he let him shoot a music video in there. They probably love that shit. Remember when he bought Chick-fil-A for, or McDonald's for Clinton? <laughs> he was like, he was like, he was like, if I was a kid, I'd have loved it. <laughs> Clemson literally has a training table that sells steak, or just serves steak all day. You think they really want McDonald's? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. He's so out of touch with, like, what these kids are getting. Like, they, they're, being McDonald's. <laughs> they're being treated better than, like, 99.9% of the world. Yeah. yeah. It's like only him and his uh, Washington elites are getting tra- treated better than like Clemson's football <laughs> players. Uh, but so hey, I-, I cut you off though, Dan. Uh, you said Penhurst? Yeah. Have yeah, you ever heard of it? No, I have not. What is it? Uh, it's also called Eastern State Penitentiary for like the feeble minded and epilept- epileptic. Okay. Um, but it was basically like a like a like a mental health hospital institution or whatever where where people oh, with people with like down syndrome or back then it would have been like things like autism that like really weren't like diagnosed yet they would like take the people there they would like um do like electric shock therapy they would do like electric chair things like that trying to like fix them right was that the movie that did they make a movie about that like a like a famous actor like Leonardo DiCaprio or I don't know actors yeah. by the way like I probably couldn't point Leonardo DiCaprio out of a lineup again so I just said his name because he's famous not that I know <laughs> of but possibly well like one flew over the cuckoo's nest you think something like that had Jack Nicholson that was sure. you know an insane asylum or not really okay. an asylum as much as a well, it was a testing ground, right? So they they took people that they thought weren't really people. Right? But they, they thought that they were lesser. Correct, and they like I mean they like treated them like absolute crap. Like there's like stories of people saying like they would go through the facility and there was like just like feces all over the wall and just like stuff like that, right? Um, because these people just who already had disabilities started going like getting crazier and crazier just because of the way they were being treated. You know what I mean? Um, so. My my oldest sister did some research, 
And it turns out that from, I think it was 1943 to 1947, uh, my dad's cousin was there. Whoa. Yeah. Is he still alive? So here's the thing. He had Down syndrome, okay? Uh, He's definitely, well, I mean, I guess technically he could be alive, but we have no, there's no paperwork, like, left that, like, followed him after he was dismissed from the facility. So, like, there's nothing. So, like, literally, he's gone. And technically, technically he could be alive, but knowing he had Down syndrome, it's less likely. But, like, so, like I said, my oldest sister was kind of just trying to dive deeper into this and figure stuff out. Um, And uh, so he was just, he was literally just gone. Um, But I guess he had a brother who was typical, but, and he's buried in Steelton, Pennsylvania. Um, So they were trying to go through the graveyard that his brother was buried in to see if maybe, like, his brother was there, too. But they couldn't find anything. Oh wow, dude! What? But like that's, that's like a, there's some like it's like a wild thing. That's that's insane. You know that that reminds me, Ryan. Isn't there in Athens? There's that mental hospital, or it was a mental hospital. Yeah. They, did, they did a lot of the same things, and like yeah. I don't know if this was like a rumor or like a myth, but like I thought that the uh, the tombstones just had numbers on them. That's true. They did. Yeah, they don't have any records of uh of the patients that were in there and the big thing was they had the tuberculosis ward which was big at that time and it's where like like a couple years ago they did a list and ou athens was on there as like top 10 most haunted college campuses i remember that because up in the ridges there used to be an insane asylum and medical facility and yeah there's a ton of people that died up there um, Isn't it like and there's like a little now? graveyard. Yeah, it's not, now the university uses all the buildings for like, you know, there's like a museum up there and like a daycare and you know just like printing yeah. mail services. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Come, I go up there all the time. Actually, my buddy Cody works up there. Yeah. It's actually great. <laughs> wow. But yeah, yeah, wow. it's um, that stuff's pretty wild, man. And the craziest part about that to me too, Dan, is like. You could be a ghost so easily back then. Like he just left. He left the insane area. I'm sorry. Excuse me. He left the Penhurst, and that was it. There was no other paperwork. Yeah. Nobody track him. Like we were so bad as a civilization <laughs> in like keeping things in order and organized. And that was that. Like anybody could have, like you said, Colin. Like you could have been a, a kid and taken your five year old sister. And just going up to Akron and started working at the factories, like bounced, dude. There it was, it was lawless, like yeah. That's it. That's come a long way. Um, you know, speaking of you know, speaking of lawless, segues are weird. Um, I watched an episode of What's New Scooby Doo last night with Kelsey. Alright, that's a great, great show. Just wait, 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 just wait
That was the song in the Scooby-Doo episode. No, it was not. I swear oh. to God. There's no way that song was created. Yeah, dude, what? Ryan, like, ballpark time frame, when that song dropped? Early 2000s. What's new Scooby-Doo? What's new Scooby-Doo? Oh, wait a second. Is what's new Scooby-Doo different than oh, where yeah, are you Scooby-Doo? Updated. Yeah, that was like 2002. Oh, well, then that actually makes sense. I was I thought you were talking about the one from, like, the early 60s, like, the original oh, Hanna-Barbera, like... No. Yeah. So, to uh, to all of our listeners, it's uh, Season 1, Episode 5. It's mean, it's green, it's the Mystery Machine. Check it out. <laughs> Dude, I was driving home the other day, and, you know, there's a quarantine, right? So there's less cars on there. Uh, someone, like, turns the corner, and they are in... A mystery machine. <laughs> That's so odd, dude. I was like, dude, who does that? Yeah. What do you got going on? Oh man. Hey, have you, have you? I don't know. Why I'm just thinking of this, Ryan. But have you ever showed Dan the work that your sister did on that underground, like black magic, like? I think I've told Dan. I don't know if I told you about this, but like my sister used to send me all her. Jen used to send me all of her reality TV show, like, B-roll. So, like, it was just straight footage, right? Like, barely cut up. It's kind of in a trailer, but it's in in regards to, like, a movie trailer. Yeah. <clears throat> or a TV show trailer. But it's kind of not. And, um, no, I don't think I ever actually showed it to Dan, but there was one about these magicians in Chicago that had, like, serious beef, and they were all African-American men. In their like late fifties, magicians <laughs> in Chicago. Yeah, dude, like these, and yeah, one of them. Uh, <laughs> and me and Colin watched it the one time, just started dying laughing. No, no. The one guy was a puppeteer, Dan, like a like a ventriloquist, and he's like, "Yeah, they'd like to steal my tricks sometimes." And it's like everyone was like, "No, we don't. We don't even know why he's on the show." It was so good. Why did you bring that up? How did that come to Well, first off. If there's any way we could get our hands on that film. I think I could probably get my hands on that film. <laughs> All right. Dan, like that, the conversation, like, I, it's really, really hard to explain and do it justice by it. But yeah. these guys, like, by the way, his sister is without question clowning these guys to their face <laughs> they don't recognize it like they think they're truly they think they're truly onto something and they're getting interviewed because people want to see what they're doing like, <laughs> but it's... the only reason the camera was in front of their face was because it's so freaking bizarre that people really have this underground black magic cult that they're like you know, they have rivals it would, dude, it's, it's like, like Tiger King yeah, you know yeah. the thing right now that everybody's talking about on Netflix. It's it's under that same thing where you're just watching it like, what the, the this is so weird. Like, they what is caught like, up in what? something? Yep, they got caught up in something and they believe it's like all of life, and they're completely consumed by it. And they have like rivals. They're like, oh yeah, that guy's a fraud. Like, just like <laughs> that guy stole my tricks. Yeah, yeah, dude, it was unbelievable. I'll send it to you, man, if I can let's, find yeah, it. Let's, let's try to get a hold of. Let's get a hold of this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do us all a favor, pal. I'll, I'll see what I can do. All right, cool. How did you? Why did that come up, though? 
Um, cause I can't, cause, cause Dan said, um, my sister did some digging. <laughs> my mind. And I was like, yeah, when, last time Ryan's sister digging, she found this underground black magic ring in Chicago. Oh, oh my God, dude. That was like six years ago. It was, it's still funny today. It's still hilarious. I'll yeah. find it. Colin. Um, yo. Did you hear about... Did you hear about the... What happened to uh, me at the casino in in, in, <laughs> in Nevada? I don't think he did. You said in Nevada? Yeah. No, I did not. <laughs> so, alright, so... I'm I'm sitting at the, the roulette table. And uh, I'm sitting there with, with, with Pappas. And, um, he's not, AJ, you know, AJ. Yeah. Yeah. He's not, he's not playing. He's just sitting with me. He's drinking, he's drinking what vodka Red Bulls, which I think is all he drank the entire trip. Um, and so, so I'm sitting there and I'm, and you know, normally roulette, I don't, I don't do great. I do okay. But I'm like really, really like I'm, I'm racking up some money and I'm, it's, it's I'm like, this is awesome right now. Like, things are going great. So this woman, the woman like working the counter, she she puts her hand in front of me and says like you're gonna need to stop. And I'm like, what? She's like, you're gonna need to stop. I'm looking at your ID again, and on your on your ID it says not for real ID purposes. So in Pennsylvania, I don't know if Ohio has it. Do you guys have real ID? I don't think so. I, I know I'm supposed to get a new ID, but uh, no, I don't. I don't think that that's a thing. So there, we have this, <laughs> I don't think we have so this thing where basically, um, it's essentially it's not a passport, but it's essentially a passport, but it's all through your driver's license. You just have to get like, a couple extra things done, right? Well, I didn't have the real ID. I just had my normal driver's license. So on my ID, it says not for real ID purposes, and this woman's like. You need to stop. Like I'm looking at your ID, like a little, like a little deeper, and it doesn't look like, like this is real. I think this is fake. And I'm like, okay, all right, hold on, hold on. So she makes me wait there. She walkie-talkies someone to come get me. This person eventually comes and gets me, takes me over to this counter, whatever you want to call it, where I talk to this guy who was, I, I'm think from Ukraine. I think his name was like Ravi or something like that. Um, and, and I, I must've been standing there for, for... Yeah, I, I bet, I bet Robbie wasn't sketchy at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm standing there for probably 25 minutes waiting for whoever was, you know, called to come down. So, so, you know, 25 minutes goes by, a cop comes down with a dog and I'm like, all right, come on. And now like, I know I didn't do anything wrong, but like, I'm still thinking like, what a great position to be in what, like, like, what's going on here? So... The cop, the cop takes my ID, um, gets out this giant book that just must've had pictures of like every state's IDs and like whatever, going through it, going through it, going through it, probably another 10 minutes comes back to me and he goes, who told you this was fake? And I pointed over at the table I was at. Right. So we, he, he said, all right, follow me. So we start walking back to the table. Well, I pass Ryan who's on a black, oh, who's playing blackjack. And we Ryan, also mentioned, right? You, hold on, did you also mention that this is like two o'clock in the afternoon? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Like this is not like we've been going until 4 a.m. This is the oh middle of God, the, the day. It's like just getting started. Yeah. It's so, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so funny. So Ryan, I pass Ryan who's playing blackjack and he turns, sees me being essentially escorted with a cop with a dog and, and literally at a, at a table turns and just screams, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> better though is the couple that was literally on the table with ryan definitely like were like i definitely thought ryan didn't know who i was like he was just yelling at me that's unbelievable oh man oh my god dude you i ryan i you really should probably have the doctor check out your blood pressure you're <laughs> <laughs> probably only like you know you, you definitely have high blood pressure let's put it that way yeah no i know that's why I'm not going to have a doctor take a look at it. <laughs> no, yeah. Isn't that the coolest? Like, yeah, I know I probably need that checked out, but not getting that checked out. Yeah, I probably only got like three more years of that, too. <laughs> I can't tell you last time I saw a doctor. Dude, never? Like, I was a child the last time I saw a doctor. A child. Yeah, I really can't remember the last time. I don't even, probably in high school at some point. Yeah, I guess for like a physical. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was your favorite part, huh, man? <laughs> oh my god, that is so perfect. Oh, oh, oh there's a, there's a great story for you right in there. I one of my doctors, right? I went in to get. <laughs> he had like this. He had like a nervous tick. Okay. Hey, 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 hey. PG now. <laughs> it's it's PG, but it's still still weird. So this, this, this doctor had like this nervous tick, and um, and and my dad even told me about it because we went to the same doctor's office, whatever, whatever. And so he had this sort of little um like chuckle, uh, and he would go <laughs> like that, like a little. <laughs> so so I go in there for a physical. <laughs> I go in for a physical. <laughs> well, Colin, that's where that's where the, I came out and told my dad instantly. I walk in there. He says, "All right, you can go step over there and uh, drop your drawers." <laughs> weird, dude. It was so weird. Out, I'm a thousand percent walking out of that doctor's office if that happened. Mm. You no, ever, no. do you ever have a girl give you a physical? Once. Yeah, same. Maybe when I was way younger, but not. But I can't I mean, remember ever it happening once I got to. No, nah, I think I was playing midget football when it happened. Yeah. She was in, uh, like, a, a middle-aged, like, unhealthy-looking doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, she was smoking a like... stick while she told you to drop <laughs> yeah. your All right, you're going to have to drop <laughs> your drawers here, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
get awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's so like, yeah, the most unglamorous. That, that's worse. So I would. I almost think I'd rather have a guy. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah, I think I'd rather. Yeah, pure, purely a, uh, a checkup here, Doc. Do what you gotta do. Sorry, <laughs> hold on, but I love how you turn into a New Yorker as soon as you get a physical. You know, by the boom, by the bang, you go about your business, Doc, and I'll be on my way, okay? Hey, uh, that, 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 uh, that gives me something to ask you guys. During this quarantine, do you have any, any uh, movie or series suggestion or oh documentary? Knives or... Out. Really? Oh, no, no, no. That I, was I, a good movie. I just watched this. Is that murder mystery? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love how you go, really? Like, <laughs> yeah. like oh, I, I was thinking it. about watching that. Um, yeah, That's that a good. great movie. Yeah, it was really good. It got, I was, at the end, I was like, all right, maybe one twist too many. Like, you, you should, or like, you should have cut one out just before the end and wrapped up. I was like, you dragging on, like, I'm, I'm, I'm nitpicking here because it was still like at least a solid eight out of ten, but yeah, uh, I, I thought they, I thought they could have, you know, remove. I don't know which one they would have removed, but they could have. I don't know. They could have tied. It seemed like it dragged on just a hair too long. I don't. I'm not a fan of like older movies, like anything made before. Shit, I don't know. Two thousand. I just have a hard time getting into. I know that sounds crazy, but like, but that movie made me like. It felt reminiscent of like an old time murder mystery movie from like the Hitchcock era. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously filmed in right. better quality, but like the storyline itself. I really like that movie. Uh, I'm trying to think what else I watched. I mean, I started Tiger King today. And before we go any further, I would like to once again thank you our thank our sponsor Slinky um, as we wrap up this second episode part two thank you we'll be back in a second